With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom. Simply visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today. So I'm reading from the headline of a press release on the act.org.nz website, the Act Party website. Museum's war on colonial history is divisive and disrespectful. It's posted in the name of Mark Cameron, Act List MP, dated 21st of Feb 2024. We were curious about his thoughts on this, so we thought we'd get him on. Mark, welcome to RCR. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Paul. How are we? Are you well? Not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, I am well, thank you, sir. Well. Okay, so um, I see as part of the post you've put up the explanation of the strategic framework, presumably from the Auckland Moore Memorial Museum, and it's kind of like a, a mystical... I mean, I could sit here and read it out, but it would take time. But uh, is that is that a normal strategic framework kind of presentation that, that we'd be used to? Well, I think that's the question that's got to be, Paul. I mean, they've, they've, they've absolutely stated clearly what their intentions are. Whether it's, it's standard protocol or not, I don't know, but they've quoted and turned around and said words to the effect of just in colonial narratives and structures. Now, I think the point is, when we're looking at a a, a taxpayer-funded organisation that has the legislative framework from central government saying that they're going to put social impact um, um, effects to colonial narratives in the Auckland War Memorial Museum is a nonsense to me. Now, I think any you know self-respecting New Zealand will be deeply offended by that. We are a wonderful little country at the bottom of the South Pacific with all manner of history, and I think that we share, in, you know, as part of that history, a wider global context. And the fact that there's now this what you would you would frame as social impact uh, tikanga led uh, framework over everything that the Auckland Moor Memorial is going to do in its future organisational structure is incredibly dis- disrespectful and divisive. And I'll just make the the the, the next point, Paul. You think of, and I can think of, any manner of people that we know, former and living, that have been in in the New Zealand military. I'm thinking of my granddad. I'm thinking of my granddad. Yeah, absolutely. Likewise. And i got a daughter in the Navy. uh, My grandfather was in the RNZIF. It's an absolute tragedy that we go to these places um, to, to celebrate their loss or their life, yeah. And in some in some framework now, it has to have a tikanga-led focus on it. This is, excuse my candour, a bloody nonsense, and I think it's a disgrace. And, and I, I don't get though. Out. I don't get how that fits because it's a war memorial museum. It's about war, isn't it? Well, it's more. It's it's not just that, Paul. But I think the wider point is that we we have, as a New Zealand society, gone to the Auckland War Memorial Museum. We have seen. It's historical reference to our campaigns and well, our involvement in various campaigns, yeah. should I say, around the world. It has also had wonderful displays of antiquity um, and history, our history in the South Pacific, talked about things like Mesoamerica. Gracious me, you could go on and on and on. And now there's this framework that has to be tikanga-led focused. Now, that is not to suggest in any shape or form that we shouldn't be proud of Maoridom and it's part of our history, but equally that that is the, the premise that everything has to be lensed through, 
when we're talking about the Auckland War, War Memorial is a travesty. And, you know, I've called it out, the ACT Party's called it out. And I think the number of New Zealanders that are now more and more cognizant of this is the kind of uh, new lens that so many of our government organisations are going to, or funded organisations are going to put over things, is getting people riled up. And, um, yeah, we think it warrants uh, genuine discussion and debate. I'm still struggling, and maybe some of our listeners are as well, as to what they actually mean by this. I mean, are we talking about um, including, you know, the the Maori Wars or the Musket Wars or the Colonial Wars of New Zealand? Uh, Maybe they're not covered. It's been a while since I've been to the museum. Specifically, are we talking about the Maori Battalion? They are revered by every New Zealander. They don't need to prove anything. So no, no, no to, to you to, to your last remarks about the Maori Battalion, it was it was wonderfully celebrated in the, in the context of the, their involvement in the war. But I think the the, the the simple fact remains that they are looking through a specific lens, right? Which to me is somewhat myopic in nature, and I, I reiterate my former points: Maoridom and and all its history and it's rich in history is an important part of New Zealand uh, cultural identity and our background. But it is absolutely not the only focus of anything to do with our history and where we sit as a cultural today. We're a multi-ethnic society at the bottom of the world. We celebrate that every day and the fact that so many Kiwis come out Anzac Day, Armistice Day, and, and celebrate the lives of former personnel, soldiers, people that well, our colours, their their flag, their national flag, overseas in various campaign uh, campaigns, should I say, um, have this kind of almost veiled uh, offence thrown at them is 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 disgraceful. And I just make the point: if if the Auckland War you know, Moore Memorial is a museum, is a place for teaching, we should absolutely do that, not preach. Um, just getting back to the strategic uh, framework statement that they have here, and it's based on weaving, um, the Correct. Taniko weaving setup. And it's kind of, <laughs> I mean, it's a very dreamy sort of um, way of, of trying to frame it, you know, that we all need to be woven together as if we weren't. But we are anyway, aren't we? Absolutely. And, 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 and they use somewhat what I would call amorphous language, almost mythological in yeah. a way, which is lovely in itself. But I think the thing that has to be noted to your former remarks, we are wonderfully interwoven society anyway. Yeah. We celebrate that as a multicultural uh, society uh, here in New Zealand. And, and the fact that somehow that they're the parent and we're the children and there needs to be this framework of you know, we will give you guidance of how better to, to weave society's history into New Zealand's fabric is something of a nonsense. We all go there to that place to celebrate our wonderful Kiwi identity and its former history every every day in some capacity or another, especially on, on days of, of significance. So, yeah, they can, they can assert that, that sort of amorphous principle, but I maintain... This is a place of teaching for all cultures, and um, they might have a specific myopic way of looking at it, but I have a more generic one, which is celebrating all things New Zealand, all things Kiwi. So is this just, um, I think you describe it as, as this, so obviously you think it's this, politically correct mission creep. Who are the people pushing pushing this, and how did they get into 
into these positions in, in places like the Auckland War Memorial Museum. There seems to have been a creep into the institutions, right? I, I, yeah, I, 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 I would argue that a lot of that is people perhaps that are politically of, of one colour, that have an aspiration, yep. and they, they talk about and use language like inclusion. And um, without being childish about it, I think there is a propensity for some of those people to uh, assert that, that, that the rest of us uh, need the kind of schooling from yeah, but the because adults they're talking in, to in us the like we're sort of that that like that dreamy um, strategic magical sounding strategic framework kind of talks to us like we're morons. The thing that I think so many New Zealanders would be offended by, and would potentially boycott places like the Auckland War Memorial in the future if they felt that they were being schooled as if somehow they're the children and the people in the organisation are the adults. Yeah, yeah. As how how on earth? If we've got this this very woke kind of culture embedded in so many government organisations, that's the million-dollar question. And I think what I've noted and what so many people, um, certainly in my party, have noted, and many, many in the, in the general public, is that we like to be treated like, you know, part of it, being part of a society that celebrates Kiwidom. We're New Zealanders and we're immensely proud of it and we're incredibly um, diverse in our nature and our culture and our backgrounds and that we have to look at things and being told that we have to look through things through a particular lens is incredibly belittling and incredibly disrespectful. And in this context of the Auckland War Memorial, it's um, incredibly divisive. Cut off the funding, Mark. <laughs> I think that might be a case. Well, I, I, I would just make the point, Paul, um, the more people that I have spoken to over the course of the week just been that are now aware of what the Auckland Moor Memorial is proposing to do in terms of its organisational restructure, uh, they have offered to me that they have been to the Auckland War Memorial many, many times before, children, grandchildren, yep. and perhaps they won't visit again. We see go woke, um, go broke. That, that's uh, that's yeah, a thing. Pretty, it's a pre- real thing. Pretty, pretty much. And I think the everyday Kiwis are becoming ever more cognizant of the fact that this is not a country that they grew up in. It's, it's, it's that the Certainly the organisation uh, structures that, that are around them are becoming more immersed in this sort of stuff. Yep. And they're pushing back on it. And um, I've certainly seen my email traffic come hot and heavy based on the, the most recent iteration with, yeah, the social impact organisations and what they're proposing to do. Well, thanks for coming on and um, and uh, talking about this and uh, it's uh, food for thought and uh, now even more awareness. So um, appreciate your time this morning. Mark Cameron of ACT. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Paul. Thanks very much for your time. With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom by simply visiting www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today.